Welcome to The Dwelling Place, where three friends talk about approachable design to help you create a home you love. We share practical tips from how to style shelves, make a bed, or pick the perfect paint color for your space. And we aren't afraid to share the highs and lows of our own decorating journeys. Join the conversation as we make our homes a beautiful dwelling place. When you really want to tear down walls or install new flooring, but it's not in the budget or in your skill set, it's easy to get discouraged. But that's where DIY comes in. While some projects are better left to the pros, armed with YouTube tutorials, you can teach yourself how to complete projects that will make a major difference in the way you feel about your home. In today's episode, we're sharing five easy beginner level DIYs that anyone can do. So highs and lows. Okay, so a low is that Brian hates the tissue box covers. No! <laughs> okay, but why? Because I know why maybe he hates it. Uh huh. To recap for our listeners, tissue box covers, they are faux leather-y sort of little... Pleather. Yeah, cover that pops over your tissue box cover and like Velcro's on the bottom. So you pull the tissue out through the top. So it totally helps hide, you know, whatever your tissue box looks like. So you don't have to deal with some obnoxious pattern or colors that don't match your room and just makes your tissue box feel like it's part of the room. It's so lovely. Yeah, right? But Brian disagrees. I think I know why, though. It's because you can't get the tissue out. Yes. It's because the tissue box holder that you bought... It's too big. too tall. Uh-huh. So what you need to do is he needs to take a little piece of plywood and make a little thing for the tissue box to sit on. The riser? Like a riser. Is this getting complicated? It's not complicated. <laughs> you just, just a, a piece of wood he cuts, mm-hmm. like a two by four. And then you just stick it under the stick tissue box. Stick the two by four under the tissue box and then the holder over and then he'll be able to take it out. Yeah. It needs something because it is way too big. Yeah. Like, even I get kind of annoyed when I'm trying to get the Kleenex out. Me too. It's weird that they don't make them shorter because most tissue boxes are shorter. Right. I know there are some that are bigger like that, hmm. but it, it's, it's strange. Yeah. When I got the tissue box cover, I moved the tissue box to his side of the bed in our room and he was like why is this here? And I was like, well, I don't have room on my side anymore. And he's like, no, what is this? <laughs> and he like took off the tissue cover and like chucked it in Wait, the corner. can like, we talk away. about this for a second? So when you need a tissue, you have to ask him for a tissue? Well, I just thought it would work over there because I could just walk over there and grab one when I need one. Oh my gosh. There's just too much stuff on my side. I have way too many books. You know what you need is a nightstand with drawers and then you have- put the tissue... Two you drawers. You have two drawers? And two. And they're filled? Yes. Books. The minimalist has two <laughs> full drawers in your nightstand? Books. How often it's are you using books. a tissue? That's what I'm wondering. Oh, all oh, the time. Every night. Really? Before I go to bed, every morning when I wake up, I gotta what? blow my nose for Allergy thing. sufferers. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's a problem. And his side of the bed has nothing on it. So it just seemed like it would be fine to put the Kleenexes on that side. Okay, but but let's, you need to remove some books that you're not reading and put them somewhere else and put the tissue box inside the drawer. What about on your actual bureau? No, because then you have to get up. Like, what if you're in the middle of the night and need a tissue? Do you well, she was going to walk to his side of the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It is closer on the dresser thing. And you have more room. True. Yeah, I might try that. I do still need to stick a riser underneath it. Yes. 
It's so big and floppy, too. Yeah, I've been meaning to do it, too. Or or a small book or something. Or two well, books. I do have a lot of those. Two well, this could four. be a great DIY. <laughs> 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 to help me overcome my fear of power tools and saws in okay. particular. I have used, like, a hand saw before. I, I'm looking behind you at random wood my husband has. Like yeah. that. And you cut that. too big, but... Yeah, but the one underneath it. Mm-hmm. That'd be perfect. <laughs> Why does he have random wood in here? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the low. The high, I have two highs. So one really quick one is that I bought a new video camera. Woohoo! I've seen it's, it. It's beautiful. It's really pretty. It's nice. It's so fun. It's It has so many things it does that I don't know what, <laughs> it, what they are. But it has the little uh, viewing screen that flips out. So when I'm filming something, I can actually see myself on it. It's just so clean and crisp and I can do like these close zoom ins and... My favorite feature is the tap to focus. So you can tap on different parts of the screen and it'll bring it into focus. Like an iPhone. Mm -hmm. Like an iPhone. But you don't have the depth that you have with a DSL. Right. The the blurred background. No, I just mean like it's cool that it has that feature. Mm -hmm. I didn't know they could do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very cool. I figured out I need to buy another lens that allows it to a wide angle wow. lens to get a whole room in yeah. the shot because both of mine are like close up lenses. Mm-hmm. And so. maybe that'll take care of the focusing thing that you were dealing with. Right. Yeah. Because if it's got like a whole room in view, it will focus on the whole thing. Yeah. So love it. Yeah. But very excited. I think that's going to take YouTube to the next level in quality. So then the other big high is that Brian fixed the outlet in the bathroom. So Woo-hoo! I can use my electric toothbrush. That is <laughs> got to feel so good. It does. Even Brian said it felt amazing to finally have that checked off the list. Because oh, it hasn't worked since we moved in to the house. Wow. Yeah. That's what, three, four years? Mm-hmm. Whoa. About four years almost. So, yeah, it's it's so nice to have it working that you could use for your domestic dare (laughs) but it did leave a hole in the wall because he also moved the switches for the fan they had the fan switch over next to the mirror and then the light switch on a different wall and it was really weird so he rewired it so now both switches are in one location nice but he still needs to drywall patch the hole oh now so so that still has to get done but it is very exciting to have a working outlet in there that is awesome well this week i have two highs and my first one well both of them you guys know (laughs) you guys know already the first one is that my rug is here (laughs) oh my gosh okay if you follow me on instagram by now you will have seen it in my pictures and stuff. But now I can, like, talk about it. So I'm just so excited. Mm. Nine <laughs> so months. It's ex- like a baby. It literally. <laughs> I ordered it two weeks before I got pregnant. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. At the moment, I mean, I will be very close when this comes out. I'll be very close to giving birth. So it is almost, like, nine <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. But I love it, guys. It looks so nice, so Kimmy. Good. It's, like... And I love just, like, standing all the way at the other end of my, like, in the kitchen and looking and seeing my beautiful Laloy vintage thing. Well, they're both Lois. <laughs> but seeing, the, like, the vintage Turkish kind of mm-hmm. old rug and then next to it is the geometric and mm-hmm. just seeing them together. I'm like, 
breathe. It just looks so good. And the colors look phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's I like this warm color. gray. And I was yeah. a little worried it was going to be too cool gray. Well, I was afraid it was going to be purple. Because it does yes. have a little bit of purple in it. And especially in the samples, it looked like, mm, it was purple. And so in that your was house, my concern for your house. In yeah. your house, you were all, it also did look purple. Yeah. Which was weird. But in my house, it, the sample in person to me didn't look as purple, but I didn't know once it was big. Mm-hmm. And then when I got it in there, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. <laughs> I love so. the little blue flecks in yeah. the carpet too. You don't really see it unless you look up close, but yeah. it brings in that extra bit of color. Yep. It's so good. Yeah, I really, really love it. So I'm just very grateful that I love it after. (laughs) Yeah, after all that time. After (sighs) Ryan started opening it up, he's like, you better love this thing. (laughs) But I am a little worried because Crystal Joy is coming out with a new line. And I'm like, what if I really love something more? I could just sell this one. You have to keep it at least nine months. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> at least nine months. Maybe nine years. Otherwise, you're gonna be waiting another nine months for the next launch. Yeah, <laughs> I love it though. It's perfect. So that's my first high. Second high, I actually wrote in my notes because I wrote this before you girls came over tonight. You girls helped me with my basin again, <laughs> and I put that it's almost all organized because there was still like parts of it that like the family mm-hmm. room that I was like we're not going to get to that and you know initially I hoped but these girls <laughs> instead of recording they're like let's redo that let's totally do your family room makeover I was like right now okay and it took us an hour it really yeah. didn't take that long oh my gosh it ended I... up being a little more work than I was expecting but it was mostly just trying to figure out where things would go yeah right just the puzzle piecing it together but yeah. it's so much fun like, I like, love doing that it's so beautiful now <laughs> I mean you know the rug and the wallpaper and dingy walls and okay stuff. but it's but... worlds better to where yes. it was mm-hmm. yes so that is like a huge high for me that it like looks nice and it's usable like we could really what I want to use it as is if like adults are hanging upstairs send the kids down to watch a movie or something and now they can and then we made a little nook for kids to play Legos mm-hmm. and it's just like perfect and before that, you two came and helped me with clothing. I'm I, Two you know, days ago. Yeah, two days ago. <laughs> Wait, today's Thursday. Emily's come so like I've come every, every day this week. <laughs> <laughs> so Emily's helped so much with my clothing. Like, both of you helped with Jude's clothing. I had how many totes? Nine. Nine? Nine. <laughs> Nine, Kimmy. But and the, people, these are not like small under the bed storage toes. These are like Big. the deep ones. Yeah. Okay, I will say that I was counting it out. I had three friends that gave me several garbage bags of hand me downs. So yeah. that's part of why I had so many. But yeah, nine totes. We got it down to four. I think so. I think four, well, four for Jude and then one for Lydia to grow into. Yeah. So we took all the neutrals out. And that's really why I needed your help now before I give birth so I could have those clothes. So that was so helpful, but it took our whole night and we thought we were going to fly through it. It took so long. It was like my kitchen when I was like, (laughs) I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. (laughs) That's what it felt like. I was just like, oh my gosh, why is this? And well, it was so disappointing though because we got to a point where we thought we had gone through them all yes. and then we found like three more totes uh-huh. and we were like 
Oh, no. Because I was telling you about my favorite burp claws. I'm like, where are those burp yeah. claws? Yeah, I look to the left. I'm like, oh, no. And I was like, oh, that's where the burp claws are. <laughs> but we got this done. Emily came the next day and helped me with all my totes and my clothes. And we got through all of that, right? Yeah. yeah. It was like in an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. We were pretty good about that. It was easier. And then I, like, last two days by myself during nap times, I've been organizing a lot, getting rid of a lot. We have so many donations to do, to give. Because you went through all of the Airbnb stuff. Yes. By yourself. I did that. And I went through some of the Christmas. So oh, yeah. I pared down some Christmas. And also just random things. So We could say Kimmy is nesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's more like, I feel like I'm always nesting, but now I'm just making priority to do this stuff Mm -hmm. because you're gonna have even less time yes Mm -hmm. and that's kind of my Mm -hmm. goal so I just want to thank you girls publicly because I'm (laughs) just so grateful you've been to my basement three times in the storage room you've been in the podcast room twice you've been in the family room twice (laughs) (laughs) but it's like it's it's great yeah so thank you so much I'm very grateful (laughs) so for this week i don't have any lows i have two highs and so the first one is we had this whole crater thing in our bedroom corner and so when we renovated the house it had wallpaper so we you know skim coated all the wallpaper seams so it looks like drywall but there was this one corner where the wallpaper had like come out in chunks so it was like you know a couple feet just like missing of wallpaper so there's no way to like fix that We've been meaning to have our friend over, and he was finally able to come over and put up wood trim, which matches the other trim in the wood, right in that corner. Oh my word. It made the room feel like absolutely, like, finished. Yay! And, like, beautiful. Like, oh my word. So I'm in the process now of, like, painting it, and then I'm going to refresh our bedroom walls, too. But, my goodness, after four years, this little hole is done. And it makes such a big impact. I had my mom upstairs, and I'm like, look. And she's like, oh, my word, it looks so good. <laughs> so did you take a before picture, I'm assuming? Yes. Okay, good. All right, my second other high is I am showing the girls this. <gasps> so this is by Marie Killam, and she created this neutral color wheel, and it's for determining undertones. Oh, my gosh, that's okay. so cool. And so you have the little arrow, and you have gold beige, green beige, blue beige, violet beige, taupe, pink beige, and orange beige. And you can turn this, and so I have been taking this color wheel going around my house, and then you can determine the undertone. And then on the back, they have all your whites. So they have cream, true white, blue white, and off-white. So I got this as a tool just to have in my tool bag if I'm going shopping and you're looking at furniture. Well, things look very different in the store. Yeah. But if you can take this and be like, oh, this countertop is has a yellow undertone. So I don't want that. do it right now with this table. So this would the, probably would be the white. whites. This would probably be off-white. Yeah, off-white. And then this would be more blue-white. Of a blue-white. Yeah, yeah. So it's fun to just take this around the house. So I just wanted to have this as a tool along with... I've been purchasing Benjamin Moore paint decks off of eBay. That's a lot cheaper way of getting them. And so I have their white one, I have their historical color one, and then I also have another one, which I forget the name of. But that has been so helpful just to have that. When you're looking at colors, if you go to a paint store, you're like, uh, what do I do? And mm-hmm. it looks so different when you hold things up mm-hmm. on the wall versus looking down at something. 
So I had my friend Rebecca, she was trying to pick a green for one of her rooms. And so I was even able to show her even over Marco Polo, like these are the greens. This has a blue undertone. This has a yellow undertone and just walk her through. And so what's funny is I had both, I had the two decks of colors, like greens laid out on my lap and we narrowed it down to a color on both decks. We're like, okay, this is the one. So I looked at it closer and I realized it was the exact same color. Like the numbers matched up. Oh, wow. So even though we had narrowed it down, we narrowed it down to the exact one. We're like, well, I guess that's your color. But I still let her have it. Like get it up in your space, hold it up on your walls. Yeah. But I just wanted this color wheel to also be in my tool belt because it's really easy all in one. It's thin. You can just pop it in your bag and spin it around. Now, can you tell me, is it like the outer colors are supposed to be like so when you when you spin the arrow yeah then it tells you what this is about so then you spin the arrow to this one oh okay i didn't see that yep that's cool Mm -hmm. so can you read one of those Mm -hmm. so if you have the arrow pointing to green beige it'll say one of the most versatile neutrals green beige can help earth tones appear fresher but if you do it into like a pink beige it says, often described as warm pink beige is the most limiting neutral undertone. Do not use as a default neutral uh-huh. because it's harder to match. So if anybody is looking for something, it was $24 free shipping. Okay. came really, really quick. Amazon? And, no, from this lady's Ooh. website. Kill em Color System. That's really cool. So if you guys are looking for something like this, I would highly recommend this. It's been an asset for sure. Very cool. This episode is brought to you by me, Emily, the Minimalish Mama. Getting rid of clutter, physical, digital, financial, and spiritual, sets us free from overwhelm, shame, and mom guilt. It creates space in our home, schedule, and soul for prioritizing what really matters in life. But getting started is the hardest part. Enter your free guide to decluttering your life. This free guide has checklists for what to get rid of now in every room, 155 things to be exact, plus how to reclaim your time and joy from comparison and guilt, and how to create space for what you really love. It contains over 20 pages of my best tips for decluttering and organizing, and The best part is that it's completely free. You can download your free Decluttering Your Life guide at the link in the show notes or from theminimalishmama.com. So my first question for you guys is how do you decide when to buy something versus DIY? If I don't have the tools, I buy it. If mm-hmm. it's going to take too long, I buy it. How do you determine what too long is? Longer than a day. Longer than a day? Mm-hmm. So no, like, long-term, multiple-day, no. weekend DIYs? No. <laughs> Bree is definitely the more buyer in the group. <laughs> I think, Emily, you and I try to DIY more. Yeah. You also have husbands who True. know how to, to ha- do the things. Yeah, and have the tools to do the things. True. Yeah. But even when it comes to just us doing things. Like, we're likely to repaint a picture frame. Yeah. Instead and you of would just, just going buy. out and buying yeah. one. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. I think it depends. Really, it comes down to money for me and how much I want it. If Mm -hmm. I really want something and I don't have the money right now, I'm going to make it. Mm -hmm. And it depends on if it's easy or not. Mm -hmm. Or I'll have Ryan make it if I can talk Talk him into it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Like my fluted wood peninsula thing, probably, I mean, it wasn't very cheap to do because I had to buy like the big panels and everything. Mm -hmm. But I will go out and buy materials. I'll buy special tools. I'll buy like all the things to do it. And sometimes it's worth it because like I don't know where else I would get like the fluted wood look. But other times it's probably not as... Well and you have the pride in it because Ryan's built furniture that really in the grand scheme of things when you count his time as money... And labor, like, Mm -hmm. the materials, then it really maybe would have evened out to just buying something. But it's, like, more meaningful because he made it. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it took us four years to fix a corner in our room. So, (laughs) (laughs) there's that. I'm not as inclined to do big projects like that where it's, you know, mounting wood on a wall or building furniture, stuff like that. I... I'm more of a DIYer and I'll find something to like thrift and then I'll take that and maybe give it a new purpose. I will paint like some furniture and stuff like that. But now with two kids, I don't have time for that as much. I find I have less and less time and patience to do DIY unless it's going to turn out looking really, really good. And yeah, I think too, like if you think about where we've come from in the last 10 years, like shabby chic was such a thing oh, that mm-hmm. like repurpose this, repurpose that. Distress and all the Distress things. all the things. And being more crafty mm-hmm. too was yeah. really like, we all had the like newspaper reads or whatever, yes. you know, just like, or this, I had a stick wreath once. A stick a, wreath? Yeah. Like you put a bunch of twigs. I did not have on that. A, on a twine. I almost did the paint stick version of that. Oh, I, I made paint stick oh, snowflakes. Oh, yeah. And had them on my walls. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I was very into crafting <laughs> yeah. when I first was married. Well, didn't we both go through like a DIY blog? Yes. Piece? Yeah. <laughs> a DIY blog. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just so, some of those projects, looking back at it, are just so... Yeah. So sad. So I think now people are realizing, too, that they don't... Like, Shabby Chic is out. You don't want things to look homemade. If you're yes, gonna... I was just gonna say that. I don't want things to look homemade. Yeah. I want them to look, like... Professional. Nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yes. so if you know that it's gonna look homemade after you do it, then yeah. maybe you shouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I like DIYing, well, or have my sister DIY for me, <laughs> is art. Like, that canvas that I got for a dollar and, you know, she did these abstract dots on it. Like, that, absolutely, go for it. And I painted some smaller things, but that'll do. Yeah. My thought with these five things in particular, and there are some, like, sub points below them, is that these are five things you can DIY in your home without necessarily having to use power tools, special equipment, or spending a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So, like, really, like basic DIY things that everyone can do and Mm -hmm. are worthwhile to do. Not Mm -hmm. just, like, making stuff that's junky or doesn't really add value to your house. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's another thing. If you buy a house that someone has DIY'd but not very well, that's not adding value. That's adding work, and then Mm -hmm. you have to rip all that out. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Our first point is interior painting. You can reference our episode 18 where we did a deep dive and how to pick paint colors and the tools that you need. But paint can make a really big impact in a space, like even just freshening up a room. I recently just refreshed with the same exact color my hallway and my stairwell. And I didn't realize like how terrible it looked before mm -hmm. until I just took like literally an hour and a half and now it looks brand new again. So it like took minimal work mm -hmm. and minimal tools and you've refreshed your space. And it doesn't have to be where you repaint the same exact color. Go for a different color. I just happen to want the same color. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the thing. Whenever I hear about somebody who's looking for to hire an interior painter, I always like cringe a little bit on the inside because oh. it costs so much yeah, to hire someone to come paint. And it's really, it's just your time involved. I mean, the paint, you can get like Benjamin Moore paint. 50 bucks a can. 50 bucks a can. Mm -hmm. And it's a higher end paint. If you get bare from Home Depot, it's going to be even mm -hmm. cheaper. And then a few good paint tools that are going to last you for a while. Your $6 brush with mm -hmm. an angled handle. Angled blue, blue. handled brush. Mm -hmm. You got to have that. And some drop cloths, and you can do it. You Skip the tape. That. Skip yeah. the tape. <laughs> yeah, I usually don't put drop cloths on. But you can use, like, old sheets or old towels. No, I, I don't do anything. I'm usually just, like, going. And Ryan's like, what are you doing? I'm like, eh. <laughs> I have a wet rag here. I'll wipe it up. I'm, like, the laziest painter, too, because if I'm, like, when I painted all my trim, I didn't even pour the paint into a paint container of any kind. I just dipped it in the bucket. And... <laughs> I always just use, I know you have a special thing, Brie, but I just use little cups. Oh, I've done that like before, Like plastic too. cups. My biggest thing, I think, since becoming a homeowner, is I want the right tools for the job. So if I'm painting, I want the cup that's not going to cut off my circulation, that has mm -hmm. a little magnet in it so I can put my paintbrush in it. It's $6. I can afford this. And it my quality of life has improved so much. So, mm -hmm. like... I want to have the right tools for the job, and I'm okay investing the money because then I don't have to buy it again. Yeah. Yeah. My thing is I never clean things out, so. Well, Do you know how many of those Worcester brushes I bought in my life? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, a lot. it's honestly probably like 30. I'm not kidding. <laughs> well, yeah, in the lifetime of doing painting, I think that's No, in the last, remember. like, couple years. Oh, my. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, oh, I'll wash this out, and then I forget. Oh. Or yeah. just put it off. Then it's hard. Yeah, it's dry and crusty. <laughs> Don't tell Ryan. <laughs> well, number two is changing bathroom and kitchen cabinet hardware. Or really any hardware if you have, like, dressers. Oh, yeah, dressers. You know, dressers and mm -hmm. bedrooms. Mm -hmm. I think that is such an easy upgrade that mm -hmm. really, yeah. I mean... You could spend a pretty penny because I've been looking for some hardware right now for a dresser, but um, you don't have to. I bought a whole pack of little knobs. They're kind of like, would you say it's like a T-shaped knob? I don't know. I've, I don't think I've seen these before. In the bathroom and on my closet doors. T-shaped? T-shaped? Like, it comes out oh. and it has like the little... Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's like a knob with handles. So imagine a T <laughs> just flat. Mm. <laughs> the bottom okay. of the T is into the drawer. And then the top of the T is where you grab to pull your fingers oh, oh, to pull Oh, okay. Now I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bought, like, a big pack of these little guys in, like, a brass kind of finish mm -hmm. from Amazon. Super cheap. But mm -hmm. I've been able to put them on my closet doors, on our bathroom cabinet, the built-in bathroom cabinet. Mm -hmm. Just pop them on all over. And even, I think... 
I use the exact same ones downstairs in our office on all the built-ins. It just changes the whole look. Because yeah. we've had some really dated cabinets, like the built-ins downstairs right. in the office. And then the closet doors are just your typical wood mm-hmm. bifold doors. But having that extra little touch of brass mm-hmm. and a little modern looking knob mm-hmm. it really makes a big difference and really think about the different metal finishes and mixing metals not not within the same dresser cabinet but <laughs> but like if your faucet is you know like we've been talking a lot not on the podcast but like about polished nickel having mm-hmm. that as the faucet but then doing like a unlacquered brass mm-hmm. hardware on the actual like mm-hmm. vanity drawers and stuff so you know that's that's another way to just like make it unique and fun and different and and I think it makes it look more Mm high-end too Mm -hmm. because in all these details if you look at like a designer home or something all these little details are so specifically picked out for the space so like the handle the doorknob of your bedroom it doesn't have to be that builder grade shiny gold swap it out for like a black handle on mm-hmm. amazon or mm-hmm. a brass one those little details that you touch every day really do make a big impact yeah mm-hmm. for sure and all that's involved most of the time you don't have to even drill new holes you mm-hmm. can just unscrew it from the back yeah so all you need is a screwdriver mm-hmm. and then you can attach the other one Every homeowner needs to have a good hammer and a Phillips head and a flathead screwdriver. And if you can afford it, a screw gun too. Mm -hmm. Like everybody needs one of those with like the different attachments and stuff. And you can do so much with just, yeah, like a drill. Just with those simple tools. You can do so much. In a tape measure. And a tape measure. Oh my yes. gosh, I love my tape and measure. And make sure you get one long enough. <laughs> Don't buy a 10-footer or a 16-footer. Get at least like a 25-footer. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have a 10-footer in my purse that I carry with me at all times. <laughs> <laughs> so our third DIY project is to change light fixtures. For this, you may not need to change any wiring or turn off fuses or do any of that kind of stuff. Because I don't think any of the three of us have ever done that before, personally. Like, actually had to go turn off a fuse and unwire a light and then rewire a new one. No. No. I have helped my dad do outlets before, and that's kind of the same thing. But this is something you could easily YouTube. But if you don't want to do that, there's if you have flush mounts in your ceiling, sometimes you can swap that out by just taking out that cover and then putting on a new one if you have sconces that have like a petal design like a looks like a little flower you can take those off and put a more streamlined one on or more of a globe or like in my guest room in my bedrooms upstairs I had like the old vintage glass ones with like the design at the bottom and the etched flowers Mm -hmm. in it and I just swapped those out for literally a seven dollar globe that I got at Home Depot yeah and it looks brand new Mm -hmm. yeah so it might not be a long-term fix but it's something that could really it just upgrades for yeah yeah until you have the money to or the help mm-hmm. to do more right but switching on a light fixture is not that hard and if you have a husband that's handy or if you just look on YouTube like you can right. do it yourself I've Absolutely. heard that because it's basically like two wires yes and you just gotta hook up the two wires yes to each other and then you're good to go yeah hmm. yeah it's yeah. not that hard I will never do it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do it in my hallway. I want to change those light fixtures, I think, to something simple and sleek. I did, when we first moved in this house six years ago, seven years ago, we had a ton of those, like, I don't even know how to... Do you know the light in my hall when you're going up the stairs? 
it's like that really gold, mm-hmm. fake gold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that had a hideous thing on top of it. Like and a I just, shade? I just, yeah, like a little shade. I just took it off, put in an Edison ball because seven years ago those were cool. <laughs> and then that's it. I mean, it's just like the hall to my basement, like the stairwell. So it's not right. like I had time or money to really mess with it. But it was just like a little update. Yeah. Just take it off and put a yeah a bulb there that's a cooler bulb. Like not cooler as in cooler temperature wise. <laughs> <laughs> because we want warm light, people. Right. 2,700 Kelvin. But they're not the, like, old-fashioned Edison bulbs, but they're just, like, more Rounded. round. Mm-hmm. Those are cool. Yeah. yeah. Not cool, people. They're neat. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> they're very neat. Uh, yeah. But even, like, changing lamp shades. Mm-hmm. Or if you have some kind of a chandelier situation that has lamp shades, maybe even changing those possibly mm-hmm. into something different mm-hmm. could totally update and freshen up your space and for make sure. it modern. Absolutely. So number four is stain or refinish furniture. And I actually have a piece of furniture that I'm really hoping to do this. I just saw somebody do it on Instagram and they use something called citrus strip. Mm-hmm. You've yep. heard of that? I've used that before. Okay. I'm going to use that on the accent table that I mentioned in the summer episode. I will say, with the citrus peel, whatever it's called, my sister tried that for stripping a table, and it did not touch it at all, and she just had to use the traditional stripping stuff. Okay. So keep that in mind. Like, some projects I might be fine for, but some projects you need a more heavy-duty stripping with. Mm -hmm. I stripped our dining room table. It's a farmhouse table, and when I originally got it, it was like this weird green color and all of the paint had this texture to it. It felt like sandpaper, the whole Mm. table. Mm. So I had to strip everything and then I painted the legs and distressed them because that was the style. (laughs) And then I stained the top and polyed to the top and sanded between the coats. And, but then I learned I have a pine dining room table and pine is a softer wood. So, like, you would write, like, sign a check, and your name would be imprinted in the oh. top if you, like, look down at it. Now it's just the whole thing is distressed, and it's fine, and I have kids, and who cares? I don't care anymore. But keep that in mind. Some woods are softer, and some woods right. are harder. Right. So that's something to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. But even so, like, you don't have to do the whole staining if that is too hard. Because <laughs> to me, I've actually never done it. So it's not that this will be my staining first. is so fun. Yeah, it's I, okay, that's so true. I've stained, but I've never stripped, is what I mean. Oh, okay. So that's where I'm a little nervous. But, I don't think I've done stripping wood yet, but I've seen so many cool videos of it on Instagram mm-hmm. where everybody's stripping old cabinets and furniture and mm-hmm. stuff, and yeah. just like keeping it that rough color yeah and then after they strip it that's so it's what like I bare do. natural mm-hmm. wood yeah yeah it's really so interesting. that's really in right now another thing that's really in is painting furniture not the shabby chic way <laughs> but just like those like muted mid-tones and a lot of like grayish in <laughs> but painting things like dressers like if you look up like go on pinterest and you look up kids rooms because i've been doing that a lot lately you see so many colored cabinets, and a lot of mm-hmm. times they'll paint them the same color as the wall, mm-hmm. and which oh, looks kind of cool. Yeah. But and I know Emily, you had a IKEA hat console yes. console table that you painted. Yep. So it's three dressers, three IKEA dressers put together, 
and then the outside of the dressers are painted white, and then the drawers themselves were stained hmm. walnut. How did you attach them together? I, we screwed them in from the sides. Okay. And then Brian cut a big piece of plywood for them to all sit on top of. Okay. And then they're screwed into that, and then the legs, we bought mid-century legs off of Amazon, and those screw on to the bottom. Cool. Yeah. So they're all bolted and screwed into each other and to the bottom and also to the wall. (laughs) It's very secure. (laughs) Well, that's good. Yeah. So there's lots of things you can do with furniture Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. And number five is DIY styling accessories. So you can DIY art. You can upscale vases. Have any of you guys done the baking soda painting mm-hmm. technique? Yeah. That one's really easy to do. It like so easy. You literally pick any color that you want, dump some baking soda in it to add some texture, slap it on, and then when it dries, it looks like pottery. I've it's learned so cool. the hard way <laughs> with one of my vases that... I did that too and didn't realize that it was one that you shouldn't actually put water in because I put like real flowers and then it started molding the like the actual like paint on the outside of the vase. It was getting like green mold, which was so strange. So one of my favorite things to do is to find old glassware because Mm -hmm. then I know that I can pour water into Mm -hmm. it. But I can paint it because I hate seeing stems and I hate seeing when water gets down. Like, it's good to know because then you need to refill it and change the water out and reclip your your flowers or your stems or whatever. But if you have fake stems. But if you have fake stems, mm-hmm. it's perfect. Mm-hmm. But if you have fake stems, then you don't need to yeah, have glassware. But glassware, you can find glassware in any thrift mm-hmm. store ever yeah. or like, you know, Goodwill or something. You probably have some plain glass faces that came with a flower arrangement. Mm-hmm. I'll say point. don't use the ones with ridges because <laughs> they're kind of dated. Like, you know, the ripples. Oh, yeah. Unless it's like really cool and unique rippling. I wouldn't like not the ones that every flower shop ever has them because I used to work at a flower shop and that was what we <laughs> used for everything. <laughs> and now that's what you can see at like every Goodwill ever. Yeah. <laughs> don't do those. Well, what I love is you can go to Goodwill or a thrift store and find, like, massive, ugly vases. But the mm-hmm. shape of it is really cool. Maybe yes. it has some cool handles or it has mm-hmm. a cool lip around the Squatty top. Or... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you can do this painting technique. And, again, use any color that you want. You can even use mud. Have you guys seen I was going to say, I've done it. So you have. Yeah, so I found this urn-shaped vase that had some, like, hideous pattern on it. At Salvation Army. And so I did the baking soda in black paint and painted that on. Got it all, like, nice and chunky. But mm-hmm. it it dried matte, but it still looked too pretty. Mm-hmm. And so I took it outside and rubbed dirt all over it mm-hmm. and then, like, brushed it off in some places. And that made it look really aged yeah. Yeah. and really yeah. cool. I think it's baking powder, right? So the one that you had tried earlier said baking powder, but I've since found other people that say baking soda. Oh. And that's what I use because I just had a that's lot more of it. I've been using baking soda as well. I feel like huh. it's just a little bit thicker than the baking powder. Well, like the baking powder is too fine. You can also pick your thickness. Yes. Because you just add more mm-hmm. of the right, baking. Right, to make it chunkier. Mm-hmm. Component. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you can also use spackle. And, like, mm-hmm. smear some of that on for a really thick, plastery effect. Mm-hmm. And, and you can also really cool. use the spackle for your art, 
as well. Have yes. you seen where people do that? Where they take no. like a really old nasty canvas mm-hmm. and then you do abstract like I'll scrape some over here and scrape some over there. And you cover the whole thing in spackle and then it dries. It just looks like texture. Yeah. That people pay like the hundreds of dollars behind for. behind you is, <laughs> I did some spackling on it. But oh. that's also like the ridges are actually oil painting that I had underneath that looked awful. <laughs> yes. Spackle is very. Yeah. Very, very texturizing. Handy. And there's a bunch of tutorials on YouTube too. For yeah, that specific one. Mm-hmm. The the two vases that I did, I found similar shaped ones from Studio McGee. Like they had this little pot with little handles, and then they had this taller one that was black, and they cost like hundred yeah. bucks for like the black one, and like fifty or mm-hmm. between fifty and hundred for the little one, mm-hmm. and. Mine were like a couple bucks from Salvation Army, yeah. and they yeah. look really good. Yeah, and you, it doesn't have to stop at vases. You can even do lamps. I've done that yes. too. A lamp mm-hmm. base. If I you had find. a really shiny aqua one that I had had for years, but I like the shape of it. The shape of it was different and unique, and I did that, and now it's in my son's room. So I have a clear glass lamp in my bedroom. You know, the one that's on the dresser mm-hmm. as a clear glass base. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about doing it to that. Mm. Yeah. Do you think it would look good or would yeah. it be like too much? I don't know. Well, what white color or would you do it? White. Do you have to do it white? No. I don't know what other color it would beige. do. Beige? Like, like a cream kind of? Yeah. Maybe. Or beige. <laughs> I had the thought of like doing it in terracotta. Is that weird? Uh, terracotta is going to be a little bit of a harder color. To make it look realistic. It look and yeah. Okay. I would I mean, do a grazy or a beige or a... Taupe. Beige. <laughs> <laughs> Any color is good as long as it's beige. Okay. <laughs> I've pressed ferns. I put in a frame before for like, you know, cottagey, woodsy look. Now you're both, you're losing us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, like... I think we took those down when we did your house dating, Emily. <laughs> really? It's not there anymore? No. Yeah, we took it we took this down. My fern! <laughs> uh, there was this house show, and they made DIY art for the walls, and they totally did ferns. But they did ferns with a doily, like a crocheted lace no. doily behind it. I did not like that. No. That was not nice. Well, one DIY that you could do that I've seen people doing is Studio McGee's Dream Home Makeover on Netflix. They took a large piece of wallpaper and then put it in a frame to make it look like a giant like mural. Oh, mm. interesting. And it actually looks really cool. So you could, and of course you've heard of people framing like mm-hmm, wallpaper. wallpaper before, mm-hmm. but like think about it as like a big scale. Yeah, that would be really cool. And then just go to the thrift store and find some really cool frames for your art that you just created. And maybe don't do chalk paint and distressing on them. Yep. Like we all did back in <laughs> <laughs> Well, there we have it. Some five simple DIYs. Would you guys try any of these? Let us know on our Instagram. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to go into DIYs we're dying to try. Number one on my list of DIYs that I'm dying to try is to do some DIY molding. Have you guys seen where they do molding on walls with these small strips of trim that are actually sticky on the back? 
No. No. There was one tutorial I saw for that, but it was a Canadian YouTube video, and I don't know if they sell that in the States, but that inspired me to look into it more. So I'll post a link for a tutorial for DIY decorative wall panels from the blog in honor of design. Do you guys follow them on Instagram? Because you should. Oh, I'm not sure. I love them. So this is what they look like. Like, think really okay. traditional house. Mm-hmm. Trim, panel, And they're molding. sticky? Yeah, you can get these, like, little strips and they're sticky on the back. That's yeah, that's cool. so you're genius because then you don't have to deal with, like, taking it off if you get tired of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder, like, but how you... permanent it is if you were to take it off. What would happen? Would think... it pull some of the drywall I don't know. Because that would be annoying. The only thing I could think of is with the stickiness, if it would stay on well with humidity and that kind of a mm-hmm. thing, I'd be a little worried about that. But I feel like you could do this with the normal kind of trim pieces and use glue. Like they mentioned a few different glues and adhesives to use, although they paint the whole thing after they're done too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's so timeless. I know. It's very cool. I have loved the look of like more paneling on the walls, mm-hmm. or I guess it's what do you? What's the technical name Board for it? Batten or Board well, of Batten is, is another a name. It's a different style, style. Yeah. but I'm talking about like the more traditional, like box trim, that kind of thing. So Emily, your favorite, one of your favorite bloggers, a beautiful mess. Mm-hmm. A few months ago, Elsie posted about. Um, I think it was her closet. Did you see this? She had an accordion door closet. It might have been her sister, but they put this type of stuff. I don't know if it was a sticky. On the doors. On the doors. And I was like, I almost showed Ryan. I was like, this would be so cool in our bedroom on the doors. Yeah. Okay. We got to find that and post a link in the podcast too. I saw that. I loved that. Yeah. It was very cool. Yeah. I think that is also part of what is feeding into my desire to do this somewhere in my house mm-hmm. i'm not sure where i was gonna ask you where yeah i don't, know, don't yet, know yet but i'm thinking like so they did it behind their bed on this plain wall that where they used to have this big headboard and i have that really ugly headboard yeah mm. if i did some kind of trim like that <laughs> it like yeah so... it is ugly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would just make that whole wall so much more interesting mm-hmm. to have that paneling on it yeah, and I've seen people do paneling going downstairs, too, mm-hmm. so I had thought of that. I love the idea of doing it in your bedroom, and then you could just get, like, a really low headboard. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, that Yeah, something idea. low, sleek, simple, Go back to the mid-century. picture, the after. So do they have a headboard at all? Yeah, they yeah. have a headboard. See, yep. it's like a low Oh, okay, one. I see. They have ridiculously tall ceilings. Yeah. Yeah. It was really high. I think this is just a really great idea to add character to your home, especially if your home is newer, mm-hmm. like mine, mm-hmm. and you have zero character. <laughs> so you need to, like, really add it in. Right. And, I mean, our house was, once upon a time, an old historical Victorian, and so much of that character has been stripped out mm. over the years. So I feel like it would be really cool to add some oh, of that back yeah. in. I want to wallpaper something. Have you guys ever wallpapered? With my mom when I was little, but not I recently. I never, ever, ever want to wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like so much work, and I get tired of stuff, like, really quickly. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I would just, like, oh, it's really cute. I want to change it. <laughs> mm. I'm thinking I want to do a removable wallpaper mm-hmm. somewhere. Right. I have this, um, I don't even know how I ended up with it, but I have this 
sort of large gingham patterned gray and white wallpaper, removable wallpaper from Amazon. Mm. It's like <laughs> kind of checkered, kind of not. It's Kimmy all cuter like, than it sounds. I'm thinking I want to put it inside a closet. So when you open the closet, you have this like cute pattern. All I can think is like early 2000s gingham. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Trading spaces gingham. Or like a picnic table blanket no, <laughs> tablecloth. It's a lot more subtle than that. Okay. And it's like the squares are really big. Okay. It's more like a Crystal's Julia well, rug. If it's okay. removable, try it out. Yeah. Is you it should, removable? You should yeah. do this in your laundry room. Yes. That yeah. would be cute. Maybe along the back wall, like right above, in between their shelves, mm-hmm. just to add a little pop right there. That's a yeah, good idea. something to make that room a little bit cuter. Yeah, cover up how you know bad the drywall is. Well, along those lines, I'm actually going to be stenciling to make Ooh. it look like wallpaper. Ooh, like that seems like a lot of work. Next to me. week. Oh my word! <laughs> I've enlisted help for my mom. <laughs> So we're going to see how that goes. And you're stenciling a whole wall floor to ceiling? Possibly two walls floor <gasps> to ceiling. Wow. How big is the stencil? I think it's 12 by 12. A foot by foot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I do not envy you. <laughs> I know. Is this crazy to do this when I'm nine months pregnant? <laughs> it probably is crazy. Uh, but I'm afraid really... you're going to get like halfway through and be like, uh. I don't want to do this I just really love the look of wallpaper, but it's just so much money. Like, it will cost me, like, three fifty to do one wall. Mm-hmm. And putting up wallpaper is a lot of work, And too. then if this is always going to be the nursery, and if we have a boy next, if I had, you know, Lord willing, I have another kid, and it's a boy, I'm going to want to change it. I'm going to probably want to change it even if it's a girl, potentially. Yes, you would. So, like... <laughs> Painting over stenciling is way easier than yeah yeah removing wallpaper. Do you have to like tape the stencil yes. up and then are you painting it by hand or do you use yes. like a little roller? It, it'll probably be a roller. Okay. Well, but I want. <laughs> you want it I to want be really di- crisp. Well, I want it really right? crisp, but I wanted like different colors. Oh, Kimmy. <laughs> no. So- how many of the stencil did you buy? Can you, like... I didn't buy it yet. I'm buying it, like, probably tonight. What if you buy a bunch Several. of them and tape them all together so you don't have to move it every it's single like time? It's, like, $30 for one. Okay, well, your mm. hand is going to thank you, though. Yeah, but if I'm going to spend that much, I might as well just get the wallpaper. <laughs> I don't know. It's still cheaper. That's just... That's a lot of, like, taping and then aligning and then, uh-oh, it's crooked. Well, now what? I hope it's, like, a, a free-flowing stencil where it, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it is. I think it's free-flowing. You should just get four and then make them all into one giant stencil so you don't mm-hmm. have to move it as much. Yeah. So four would be 30, 60, 90. <sighs> Part of me just wants to do wallpaper then. Oh. But the paint's cheaper, and then it you would can be paint so much it. easier to wallpaper though. And my mom is very experienced with wallpaper. Really? Yeah, she used to she wallpaper come, all the time. You should come help me wallpaper a class. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys are making me second guess Aww. myself. But you know, I really like the pattern idea because I've seen the inspiration mm-hmm. pictures. But she also has like this giant piece of art that's gonna go above the bed that has a lot of pattern in it. No, that's the point. Pattern on pattern, girl. 
Okay, well, what if you did what you're doing in Jude's room with the vertical shiplap but the faux shiplap, so you still have texture, and then you have the no. art on that? I'm no. not doing shiplap in both rooms. They have to be very different. <laughs> I am married to this idea of, like, florals in... There's no way you can get a bigger stencil. What if you got some floral no. curtains? <sighs> I already have curtains, though. Maybe just get two stencils. <laughs> I did think about floral curtains, but it's I already have curtains. Okay, but how much curtains would be sixty bucks? And then you have okay. Well, the ones I have, I got for free because they messed up the order and sent me double. Okay, I just want you to think about, guys. This is what we do on Marco Polo, so you're just <laughs> joining our conversations. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like that's a lot of work. Yes. And then if you don't get it lined up, then you're going to be frustrated that it's not. I know. Looking perfect. Like, maybe maybe you can pull in the floral pattern through the curtains and something else. Or, like, a really pretty blanket draped over the chair. Like, there's other ways to accomplish this that won't take hours upon hours upon hours on a nine-month pregnant woman. <laughs> Do you have a mood board for this mm-hmm. room? You need to buy so- a sample of the wallpaper and frame that. <laughs> I'm painting the other two walls. I was thinking Dusty Ranch Brown, which is like a mauve look when Mm -hmm. you really look at it. The Mm -hmm. undertone is like pinky. Mm -hmm. But then I just found this other color that I think it's called Just just Beige or something by Benjamin Moore. It's actually the ceiling of Shea McGee's nursery. And it looks kind of mauve, but it's like lighter. If I did that, the whole room in it... Yeah. But do I also do the ceiling, which the ceiling is those stupid... Oh, the tile things? Yes. Which yeah, I do I paint, paint those, them. Right? I paint yes, them, but I mean... you should do the ceiling. That well, would be so cool. Well, I was planning on doing the ceiling, but... But I... in that mauve pinky color, that would be so cool. The whole room will be that color. Yes. With, like, big statement curtains. Because you're work. already going to have the texture also of the pegboard. So it's not like you're going to be lacking texture. The pegboard was also going to be color- painted the same color. That's what I'm saying. The wall. Is yeah. that That's too much? <laughs> like, are you going to walk in and just feel like you're in a bubblegum? No, because you're going to have... It's not <laughs> bubblegum. It's not color. I know. It's like brownie pink. Yeah. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm just trying to save you a lot of work and a lot of money. I know, I know. Okay. After this, let's look at your mood board. Okay. <laughs> And Kimmy will report back next yeah. week what she does. <laughs> Did we talk her off the ledge? Yes. <laughs> My mom was actually talking me out of it, too. Oh. She was <laughs> well, she just, she stenciled before because she grew up with the, you know, yeah. the border stencils uh-huh. that they yes. always did? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. She oh, did yes. that all the time. It's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And it's a whole wall. Two walls? Well, yeah. <laughs> Start on the wall you want if you end up doing it. <sighs> All right. Think about it. Cur- yeah. If I find the right curtains, then maybe I'll do this. Okay. Well, that ends our segment of DIYs. We're trying to die. <laughs> We're trying to die. <laughs> you did die. You died my my DIY. I was going to try. You killed, killed it. killed the dream. <laughs> This is this is part of the segment where we talk you off the ledge. Can you leave all that in, please? <laughs> A blooper at the end. That would be really funny. Or just in because it's like it was kind of perfect. Oh okay. My okay. Well, that ends the segment of DIYs. We're dying to try. There we go. We'll be right back, and Emily will end us with a pillow talk. 
So my pillow talk is something that I bought myself for my birthday. That we both want. <laughs> yeah. So I did a little bit of research on stick vacuums, mm -hmm. which I always thought were kind of pointless and that I didn't really need one until I tried one. And it was when I was helping my friend Ariel redo her nursery upstairs. She had a stick vacuum that she had just gotten. I used it to vacuum in there really quick and I was like, wow, this is so nice to not have to deal with a cord mm -hmm. and it's so lightweight and I can just pop off the top and use it like a little hand vac. That pretty much sold me on it. But I did some more research on different brands because we all know the Dyson. Mm -hmm. So that's the one that Brian told me I should get and I was like, I'm not doing that because then I can't buy all my other birthday presents. So um, <laughs> I did not get that one, but I bought this one from Black & Decker and I like that it's white. So pretty neutral looking. And it has been amazing. I love it so much. Can I ask where the canister is? Because I've had two different stick vacuums. I've had the Shark before. And then I've mm. also had the Musu one, which is a Dyson knockoff where the canister is up high. The, this canister is up high. Mm -hmm. nice. So you can detach the top and then use it, you yep. know, like a little hand vac. Nice. How much does it hold, though? Because I, like, uh, rarely clean my vacuum. <laughs> it doesn't hold a ton. Okay. It doesn't hold that much. It doesn't hold... <laughs> your face you're making at me. <laughs> like, do you clean your vacuums out every time you use it? No. Okay. Would you have to? Because, like, with my Roomba, I have to. No. No, I don't think so. I with mean, your Roomba, have... do you have to? Uh, I probably should. Oh, no, I have it's, to. It's, like, really packed in there. Yeah. We have a lot of dog hair and messes that the boys make. I mostly just use it for cleaning up little areas. So mm -hmm. I'll just use it to vacuum the kitchen really fast. Mm -hmm. And, or just vacuuming the family room really fast. Or detach the top part and use it to vacuum the couch or something. Nice. So I don't think I've ever tried. No, I take that back. I did one time use it to vacuum the entire downstairs and I think it all fit hmm. so it doesn't hold a ton but for just quickly vacuuming it mm -hmm. makes it so much easier and the boys like to use it mm -hmm. so that's a big plus they don't like to use the big vacuum with the cord but this one because it's not as loud cool. they mm -hmm. will use and it has a couple speeds and it automatically senses when you're on a hard surface versus a rug so it will change the speed when I go from the wood floor onto a rug. It changes the speed to higher so that mm. it can suck more onto the rug. And then it goes back down when I drive off of it onto the wood floor. Cool. So I'm very pleased. It's a Black & Decker stick vacuum and we'll have the link for that in the Sounds show Sounds like a Black Friday yeah. thing mm -hmm. to get. Mm -hmm. So listeners, let us know if you have a stick vacuum and if you like it and would recommend it. Thank you for hanging out with us today. We want to know what you thought of this episode and what you want us to talk about next. Find us on Instagram at dwellingplacepod or send us an email at dwellingplacepod at gmail.com. Please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Every single review is so appreciated and helps more people find us. Visit the show notes for the pictures and links to all the things we talked about today. We'll see you next time right here at The Dwelling Place.